So I was just trying to figure out the best way to actually turn everyone on. Much better. Trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. And welcome to the Topical Resort. This is episode 25. And this is episode 50 of the Topical Resort. Whoops, I forgot to unmute myself. So yes, welcome to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. I'm going to, I'm going to rush through this right now. So we've got some pretty good timing going on. As you know, it's the 50th episode of the Topical Resort. It's also the history of Radio Sega Live because it's the 8th anniversary of Radio Sega Live this week. But yeah, no Rexy tonight so I can go for as long as I want. I'm going to be picking the best of the best show themes because there's some which were quite honestly quite naff or there were some shows which didn't even have a show theme so we've gone for what I consider to be the absolute best so as we all know Radio Sega Live began on the 12th of March 2010 with the first show being Sega Ages hosted by Resident SD and the second show being Gavi's Saturday Night Sega which aired just a day after Sega Ages so strap on in because we'll be looking at the good the bad and the pretty decent tonight what better way to kick it off though with a flashback so before we listen to the first music block, let's listen to the very beginning of the very first live broadcast. You may remember it. This is the history of the internet. Oh hey there, and welcome to tonight's episode of the history of the internet. Did you know that the World Wide Web, as we know it, was actually invented by a Brit? Yes, it was Tim Berners-Lee who came up with the web just 20 years ago. Since then, there have been many historic events. The BBC website started in 1994 as the BBC Networking Club, with search giant Google launching at google.com in September 1997. In the Web 2.0 era, YouTube came onto the scene in 2005, followed by the full opening of Facebook in 2006. However, these are mere footnotes in the history of the internet. All gearing up to the biggie. Today, Friday the 12th of March 2010, sees the launch of Livecasts. And yes, with that in mind, it's time to get into the first music block. So, obviously, 
If you've been around the station for long enough or you listen to my show or you listen to Sega Ages, you'll know this track and you're probably a bit sick of it. I'm not myself because it's an absolutely epic tune. So kicking off the show from Sega Smash Pack Volume 1, this is the title theme, also known as the theme of Sega Ages. But you're listening to the radio you're listening to the radio Sega right here on the topical resort, of course you are. When we come back we'll be talking about a few of the shows that defined 2010 here on the Radio Sega Airwaves.
Oh, this talk bit familiar. Uh, using this one again. Welcome back to the Soccer Resort right here on Radio Sega. We just had there was from Sonic Adventure 2. That was unknown from ME, the theme of Knuckles. And you may wonder, why are we playing that? And that's a good question, because before that, from Radio Redux, we had the intro. Now, I briefly explained the rules of this episode down on Discord, by the way, Discord. but basically the gist of it is... If the intro has a full version, as in, so if the show intro has a longer version than the one used on the show, then that'll be the version played instead. If the intro is a song from the Radio Sega playlist, then we'll play the full version of that, so e.g. Um, e.g. the first track we played, you the title theme of Sega Smash Pack, or if the intro is a short jingo, uh, jingo? A jingle, a track associated with the show will be played. So what happened there was the fact that Radio Redo I'm really bad at speaking to that. Radio Redux's intro was only eight seconds long, meaning I instead went for the first track which was played on the first episode broadcast on Radio Sega. Because Radio Redux existed well before it was on RS, but the very first episode that was on Radio Sega kicked things off with Sonic Adventure 2's Unknown from ME. Before that was from Jet Set Radio, that was Miller Ball Breakers, and that was the exact same deal, because before that, by li- Living Sedative? Sedative? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm fairly certain that's uh, Gabby's own music alias. That was the Saturn Sega intro, and from Jet Set Radio, that was Miller Ball Breakers, which was the first track on Saturday Night Sega. And before that, from Sega Smash Pack Volume 1, that was the title theme, and as we all know, that was the theme of Sega Ages. And, you know, since that's a four-minute track, we and that was the entire intro, we don't really need to play anything else. But, yes, that in mind, welcome to the Topical Resort. Um, it, it's been a bit of a mishmashed week here, because, as you know, I hosted Sega Ages on Monday, which is an incredible honour. Really enjoyed my time there. And then, on top of that, I had to prepare for possibly this or this episode, which is possibly the biggest episode of Top of Resort I've ever hosted. It required a lot of effort. So that was already all, o- all over the place. And then tonight, on top of that, we also got the fact that Kirby's Star Allies came out. And I know there's a few of you in the chat room who won't really care, but there's also a few of us in the chat room who do really care. And I've been wanting to play it, but I've been setting up for this show all evening, and I've only got like 20 minutes in, but, uh, you know, I've been trying to rush around, trying to play that while still trying to do this. And on top of that, in about, like, 10 minutes, there's going to be a Sonic stream, like the South by Southwest panel announcing, like, everything about the history, not history, about the future, the future, the opposite of history, the future of Sonic, or at least within, like, the next year or so. So it's a bit of a night that's all over the place, but, um, we're going to try and do our best despite that, so... Yes, we had the first, the very first three live shows on Radio Sega Airwaves just there. And what happened afterwards was we actually got a batch of a few more. And I say a few more, but it took a while for a few more to come about because up next came Fastfeet's Phone Mix, which was actually fairly soon after Radio Redux. I can't remember exactly how soon, but it, it was fairly soon. This was still like mid-2010 that Fastfeet's Phone Mix came out. And it was a relative success. People really seemed to enjoy Fastfeet's phone mix back in the day, and I haven't listened to too much of it now, but um, I, from what I heard like preparing for the episode, I thought it was pretty pretty sort of show. You should probably check that out. Then after that, there was a bit of a dry period up until like beginning of 2011, but of course, uh, during that time, Fastfeet's phone mix spawned another show, which has become infamous, and we all know and love Radio Sega's trial show. Now... 
It wasn't. It didn't actually have a name at the time of broadcast, but it was dubbed the Radio Sega Trial Show due to Gonic's microphone because Gonic was and still is technically a old bee here at Radio Sega, and he jumped onto the call and. What greeted him was his Skype, or like his Skype, his microphone source, whatever he was using, kept shouting trial down the microphone. So it gave him the name the Radio Sega Trial Show. And it was just like this sort of mishmash of stuff, like just completely hectic nonsense. But it's such a great show. I'd highly recommend you grab the podcast of it because it's very entertaining. You can only wish to get radio this good nowadays. But yes, very great stuff, and that all happened because Fast Feet's phone mix was meant to take place one week, and it didn't take place, so instead they hosted that episode, and uh, it's gone down in Radio Sega Live history as possibly one of the greatest broadcasts to ever take place, although sadly, part of it's actually lost. The last ten minutes of the show are no longer available, but we can only imagine what that last ten minutes could have been like. So at the beginning of 2011, things um, started to pick up a bit of pace, and I say that, but um, wait, hang on, was this 2011? I think it was. I'm not sure if the list that 20 gave me is in order or not. I, sh- I assume it is, and um, but I'm not entirely sure. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say it is. So around early 2011, saw the start of Sword of Sega, which was hosted by Cap- Captain Cloud Chaser, now known as True. He doesn't really pop by the Radio Sega community anymore, but back in uh, around early 2017, she did for a while. And it was a show all about RPGs. Now, not really my cup of tea, personally. Not not much of an RPG fan, but it still was a great show. When we did the Winterfest special back in 2016, it was a very great time for all. And uh, if that's available, I'm not sure if it is available, I'd recommend you check it out, because I actually really enjoyed myself, despite not actually having like too many fond memories of the games involved in that. And then after that, we saw the Sega Jukebox with SJSSF, and it was honestly a pretty good show, except I think it it traded hands a few times, if I remember correctly. I've never listened to too much of it, but it was fairly, fairly good indeed. But yes, um, with that in mind, I want to say hello down to the chat room. So we got Twinny, we got Mystic Cheese, we have myself, we have Doom Girl, we have Rexy, we have John the VG Nerd, we have Shaddix Croft, we have Jamie, and we have Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo, yeah, okay. <laughs> so with that in mind, I think we're going to get into some more music, so... This was around the time when shows didn't like to have themes for some reason. I don't know why, because the first two, the first two shows had themes, but these shows chose not to have themes, except for the final one in our music block. So the first two tracks I have chosen because I think they sort of define the show, in my opinion. Then the final track was the theme of that show. So we're going to kick things off with my selected track from Fast Feet's Phone Mix. So, this wasn't the first song played on the show, but this was, however, the first song played on the second episode, and I think it's the one that a lot of people associate with it, because this was also referenced on an episode of Sega Ages, where Resident ST stated that he'd received the idea for the song from Fast Feet's phone mix, so I guess I, w- I had to go with this one as well, because I think this is quite a good track. But uh, from Space Channel 5, Part 2, Uki Uki, Non-Stop Megamix, this is Mexican Fire... Mexican Mexican flyer, the swing it black mix, right here on the Topical Resort.
RadioSega.net, 8-bit to 128-bit. We play the best in Sega music. Sega! back to something that's a little more familiar because it's slightly related to my normal talk pad, but it's not my normal talk pad because this is the theme of Sweet Mountain's map which was used as a talk bed for a show that we're about to talk about known as Forever Sonic's Random Hour and this is an absolute tune of a talk bed by the way I love using this I, I wish I could use this one but um, sadly it's got that association with the mentioned show, so I'm just going to you copying it, but it's a really nice talk bit. So, from the Mega CD, that was the Japanese BIOS right there, and that was the theme of the Sega Jukebox, hosted by SJSSF. And before that, from Fancy Star Universe, um, Ambition of the Illuminous, that was Save This World, the remix version, which was one of the tracks that started Sword of Sega, I can't remember which one. One, which one of the episodes, sorry, but it did start one of them. And for that, from Space Channel 5 Part 2, Uki Uki Non-Stop Mega Mix, that was Mexican Flyer, Big Bang Complete Version, Swing It Black Mix, which was the first track on Episode 2 of Fast Feet's Phone Mix, because neither Fast Feet or sort of Sega actually had an intro theme. It's just sad, but we had to choose, we had to choose the best one. Uh... Electric Boogaloo says that the composer of the Mega CD BIOS happens to be this man. Oh no, not more Japanese. <laughs> Sachio Ogawa. Okay, that wasn't as. Was Sachio? I don't know. Someone's gonna say it's wrong. So I, I give up. <laughs> so let's just quickly go on to Sega Retro and see what he's talking about. Um. Oh, he's worked on quite a lot of stuff. Space Harrier 3D, Super Thunder Blade, F355 Challenge, Virtual Fighter 4, Shenmue 2, Outrun 2, Yakuza, Virtual Fighter 5, and Yakuza Inshin. It's a pretty good portfolio, to be honest. But uh, yes, then we should probably talk about some more of the shows which came up during this time. So I should mention that uh, Fast Week's Phone Mix was actually Season 2 of the Sega Media Podcast. I'm going to have to go into the history of Sega Media a bit. So, um, 
For those of you who don't know, back in the day, the popular way to download your Sega podcast, your Sega videos, your Sega music, was a little site known as Fast Feet Media, obviously run by Graham aka Fast Feet, and a lot of Sega stuff was hosted on this site, including our own podcast at one point. But um, yeah, before RS was a thing, they had their own podcast called the... Um, Actually, wait, no, that's a little later into the story. So, um, since Fast Feet noticed that Fast Feet Media tended to be popular with Sega, he made the decision to make the jump and switch it to the name Sega Media. And eventually, it didn't really have as much traction as Fast Feet Media did, but it still had some traction. So, that Sega Media was where we used to upload all our podcasts. And I say used, there's a little bit of a plot twist coming. Yeah, that's where we used to upload all our, all our podcasts. On top of that, they had their own podcast called the... Um, what was it called? The Sega Media Podcast, and a bunch of other podcasts that weren't even ours or Fast Feet's on there. So fast forward a bit when Radio Sega Live becomes a thing, and Sega Media Podcast is bought to Radio Sega Live in the form of Fast Feet's Phone Mix. Now it's a bit of a shocker here because. Sega Media didn't actually do very well, so it was later rebranded again. And it was rebranded to Radio Sega Media. And uh, this was originally a separate site, and let me see if I can actually find it, because I believe there is a web archive of it somewhere. Because I remember looking at this web archive a while ago. Um, What was it? Was it... Let's go on the Wayback Machine. I think it was just... I think it retained the old URL, so I think it stayed as uh, Sega Media. Yeah, um... 20 has posted the image down in the chat room, so I'm going to read this out to you, because it's a little flyer for Sega Media. So, the one-stop fan site for Sega-based blogs and news, streaming media, and downloads podcasts, music, videos, and much more. Get an exclusive preview by being a part of our beta test. We're giving away 50 places for the beta test, taking place between August 9th and August 15th. 30 places are available today at Samurai Sonic 20 f- 2010. Hunt down Fast Feet or Mr. Stream for your exclusive beta access. And there you go, that was how you could get ba- beta access to Sega Media. Uh, let me find the site quickly. Yeah, I think it just stayed as SegaMedia.com. My internet's a bit slow tonight, so I do apologise that things are taking a while. But uh, yes, Radio Sega Media became a thing, and then eventually we just merged it into our site, and now that media section on our site is what used to be Fast Feet Media. But you didn't know that, all you newbies, a cool little fact right there. It's still loading, by the way, I just thought I'd let you know that. Uh, refresh. Yeah, it failed to return information because it took so long to load. Ah, oh, thank you, Twinny. He's posted a capture down in the Discord because it was taking flipping ages to load. I don't know why. Whatever. But yeah, so that, with that in mind, I should probably get into what the actual point was here. So, the point was, the third season of the Sega Media Podcast once again went under a different name. This time under the form of a sort of panel show known as Mock the Geek. Obviously a parody on Mock the Week, the pop- popular British comedy panel show. Um, for some reason it's trying to download something. But yes, um, now you can see the capture right here of the Radio Sega Media website if you're on Discord. And uh, there's so much cool stuff here. 
Um, this Red Media wants to know his credentials for Radio Sega Media. Mm, it's not going to happen. This isn't. There's quite. There's still quite a lot of stuff on here, to be honest. Like there's downloads was still a thing at this point. Like you could still download music. You can't do that anymore. And yeah, Some cool stuff going on there. Yeah, for ages to load, but um, yes indeed. Like, yes, Mock the Geek was a pretty good show. It really didn't last that long, though. It only lasted four episodes off the top of my head. It was pretty fun, the sort of panel show format, I guess. I just wish it had honestly gone on longer, but that was around the time I think Fast Feet started to sort of pack his bags. And I think that was around the time Radio Sega Media started to become a thing. Anyway, after that, we had Forever Sonic's Random Hour, and, um, you know, this big salute to Forever Sonic because he recently left the station, as you are probably all aware at this point. But Forever Sonic's Random Hour was just that. It was originally intended to sort of be a play on the trial show, in that he wanted to see a random show with no structure to take place at a random time at the day. That's exactly what it was at the beginning. It was whatever time he felt like and whatever day he felt like, he'd just broadcast a show. And it would just be unstructured, messy, but that was sort of the whole fun of it. And obviously this is where his talk bed came from. And it was a very good show, actually. There was, fun fact, one episode of the Random Hour that aired very recently that you may not know about. And no, I'm not referring to Forever Question Mark Question Mark Question Mark's Random Hour, which aired a few weeks back. I am actually talking about an exclusive episode of the Random Hour. Yes, because broadcast to only a select few people, Simon Shirley did host one last Random Hour. And to be honest, it was very good. Someone, boy <laughs> twenty one, actually has the podcast for it, but um, I sort of hope he releases it, but um, he might might not. I don't know. Yes, the show is very good, and quite a few episodes are missing, sadly, because they're sitting unedited on our media drive. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's a really good show. I, I'd still recommend you check it out. And, uh, yeah, Twinny says that he used to handle some of the podcasts on Radio Sega Media back in the day. Remember podcasts? Remember when they were a thing? I, I still do my podcast, just no one else does. Um, but yes. It's the one you were all waiting for. It's the one which Twinny already groaned about in the chat room. It's time to talk about the infamous Sega Fantasy Zone. And what the hell was that? What the hell was what, to be honest? I I don't know what you're talking about, Electric. Uh, but yes, I accidentally opened something. Whoops. Come on, please, please. Oh, sorry. When the hell was that? I just cannot read. Um, this was Jan. I'm trying to remember the dates now. January 2nd, I believe the date was, actually. J that's Yeah, January 2nd, I think it was. And it was exclusive to only a few people. Yes, the one, the only, Sega Fantasy Zone. Now, this has gained a reputation throughout the Radio Sega community due to how incredibly... I can't say that word. Incredibly naff it was. 
And this is because there was issues right from the get-go. For starters, nobody on Radio Sega actually wanted to promote the show. So the first episode wasn't even promoted anywhere. And also uh, Hi Shaddix because uh, <laughs> one of them was called Shaddix. <laughs> yes, anyway, um, Sega Fantasy Zone wasn't even wasn't even promoted. The only place it was promoted was in the Radio Nintendo IRC, not even the Radio Sega IRC. Speaking of IRC, another one of the issues came in the form of the fact that they didn't want to use the Radio Sega IRC. This was because I don't really know why, but they decided they were going to use the Sonic Stadium IRC, which now is incredibly infamous because Sonic Stadium IRC is filled with interesting people with interesting hobbies. Um, but yeah, they decided to use the Sonic Stadium IRC instead of the actual Radio Sega IRC, which was the thing at the time. That caused some um, demotion. Oh yeah, it wasn't even the Sonic Stadium IRC, it was on Badnik, wasn't it? irc.badnick.net On top of that, it was very unstructured, very sort of unprofessional, very messy. There was a lot of drama surrounding it. There's still a forum, if you want to go and dig that deep, surrounding the show where it's just drama central. I, th I feel like the Discord would appreciate reading through that. But yes, I, I think... Why don't we listen to an extract from... <laughs> from Sega Fantasy Zone? Um, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, I tell you what could possibly go wrong, the fact that I forgot to actually load it up. That's what could go wrong. Uh, here we go. So with that in mind, why don't we listen to a, the opening quote-unquote skit from Sega Fantasy Zone. Also, uh, somewhere in the world, it must be 4.20pm or AM, so think about that. We can uh, toke up. Stoke up. To toke up and go to the to the real fantasy zone. Oh my god. It, yeah. How are y'all doing today? We're at Sega Fantasy Zone. Some truly cracking banter going on right there. You just cannot deny the bants were flowing heavily throughout that stream. Laughed so much, chuckled, sides split. Split more than an IRC. Net split, which is funny because they weren't in our IRC. Yes, that was the intro to episode 4, which I believe was actually the final episode before they were finally thrown off the air. We haven't done a very good job of deleting all evidence of it, because surprisingly the show is still on the site, which I don't really know how that happened, but it did. Yes, yeah, Skype sound indeed, because that was a part of the recording. They didn't really think that one through, or the entire show for that matter. Uh, oh, oh, whoops. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> Yes, next show to come up was a much better show, and you just heard his voice right there. Because the next show is what a lot of people consider to be the absolute golden period of Radio Sega Live. Whenever you listen, or whenever you talk to an old bee about their favourite part of Radio Sega, or their favourite show, this is always the show they mention. And for good reason, because it's, while it's not my personal favourite, by far, I think, the best quality show and had the best audience, the best interaction. It just had the best everything, really. With this show being the wonderfully talented Resident SDs, Late and Live. And uh, I got a little bit of an intro, and he likes to do, like, fabulous intros to his shows, which uh, none of us have really mastered, but uh, this one isn't as good as the history of the internet, but it's certainly something. So why don't we take a listen to the intro skit from the first episode of Late and Live. 
Hello, this is Resident SD here, and it's about time for a brand new show for your Friday night. It's time for part three of your Radio Sega Live Friday. And I don't know about you, but I think it's getting a bit late. That was pretty much how it started off. He, he, he likes to do little skits, and I, I can appreciate skits because they keep me laughing, you know, there's nothing really that, that too wrong with that. And uh, this this was during the period, this was during the, I think what a lot of people would consider the golden period of Radio Sega Live, because tons of SD, tons of Gavi, tons of great hosts, and this is what people tend to have the most fond memories for. Um... Yeah, aside from that, I think that's pretty much it for this bed. I think we're going to go on to into some more music. So, we were meant to have three songs this uh, this break, but except that didn't really happen, because one of them was the intro to Forever Sonic's Random Hour, which I was supposed to be sent by O21, but I don't think he sent it to me. So instead, we're only going to have two songs, but one of these is an absolute belter, and one of them's a pretty good remix. So to kick off this block is the intro theme to Mock the Geek, and when we come back, we'll be discussing a few more of these shows which defined, defined, defined 2012 on the Radio Sega Airways. So that's for now. Enjoy the music. on Radio Sega. Thank you. 
and time for another change of talk bed. Ooh, this was actually the theme to, or the talk bed to two shows. This was the talk bed for Ultrawave and the voice of Sega. But before that, let before we get into that, let's just tell you what you just heard there. From Club Saturn, that was Sonic 3D House Mix, but by the Beluga Boys. And that was the theme of the absolutely legendary Late and Live. And before that, it doesn't have a special name, it was just the intro theme to Mock the Geek. And now we're back, and we're going to be talking about a bit of how your 2012 sounded on the Radio Sega Airwaves. Now, um, there were a few shows in 2012... I'm trying to remember. Okay, so in 2012, there was Late in Live, which we already talked about, and now into this block, we had Radio Sega Presents, Ultra Wave, Sega Mix, and the t- and Turbo Drive Live. And I'll get into Turbo Drive Live in a bit, because you may notice something is a bit off there. But now, Radio Sega Presents, we've actually done one of these recently. This was a show done by Gavi that was similar in form to Longplay, which was... Oh, what was what was the station called? Okay, yeah, um, so it's similar in sort of style to Longplay, which was a show done by Resident SD on Fuse VGM Radio, which basically you just play the entire soundtrack to a game while sort of giving basic information about the game. It's a fairly simple concept. And um, Radio Second Presents is obviously just our version of that, and this was around the time when Resident SD returned to the station because for a while he was doing his own thing with Fuse VGM, which fun fact that website now links back to our own website but yes, Radio Sega Presents obviously you can only do Sega games you can't do the non-Sega games but we've done quite a few episodes of it actually and the first episode was for Sonic 4 Episode 2 so we've got a track from that coming up a bit later on since there was no theme song for that show then after that we also had uh, Ultrawave which was a show done by some guy you might know him called uh, Tall Guy Ninety One, or better yet known nowadays by the much more classy the British Andy. And this was his first show, and sadly it's not available anywhere on on Radio Sega Media anymore because he took it all down. But I uh, sneaky sneaky have a have a few podcasts of it actually because there were still some left on our own server, and I have them. And quite honestly, I think it's just because he personally didn't like the show, but I really like Ultra Wave. It's really good, actually. It's... I'd say check it out, but you can't check it out, so just imagine how good it is, and go from there. On top of that, we also had the Sega Mix, which was another Resident SD classic, because I actually think this is out of order. I think this was before Late in Live, because if I remember correctly, the order of events was he made the Sega Mix to announce Late in Live. So, Sega Mix is basically a show where you take four blocks of music. You take one classic Sega block, you take one modern Sega block, you take one mystery block, and I can't remember what the final block is. You take something else, and those four blocks create a mix, and a Sega Mix, as it is called. And finally, on the airwaves, we had Turbo Drive Live. And you may be a bit confused, because for those of you who've been in the internet radio scene for a while may know that Turbo Drive Live was Sega Sonic Radio's show. So why do we have that on the list? And that's for a very good reason. Whenever Sega Sonic Radio would go down, we would actually host Turbo Drive Live, and it would be on at this time slot. It'd be on at 7pm on a Friday. I actually remember listening to it quite a bit when it used to be on uh, Radio Sega. Because I, I, I never... I, 
Although I love Sega Sonic Radio as a station, I never really listened to too many of the live shows. The only one I ever listened to, like, extensively was the Superpower Flower Hour, and that's because that was the only one that really had proper podcasts. But yeah, um, that sort of happened. But Turbo Drive Live, for a brief while, was on the Radio Sega Airwaves, and it's a great show. It only ended in 2016. It went on for a very long time, and I'd recommend you check it out, because, believe it or not, we have actually recovered the Sega Sonic, me- the Sega Sonic Radio media section. You have to go through a very specific link, but we finally have it, thank goodness, because I know there are a few of us who were wanting that back. So if I try and look for it quickly, because I was on it the other day, Sonic Stadium. Medios. Okay, yeah, here we go. So if you come here, and I'll post this down in the chat room, you can come and have a look at Sonic Radio's archive. And there's quite a lot of cool stuff on here, including a lot of stuff from Turbo Drive Live. Mainly, it's stuff from um, all around the station. And obviously, you know, this is one that hits home personally for CD-ROM because he was a host over at Sonic Radio. I'm not sure if he's listening or not, because I feel like a lot of people are just going to be over at the Sonic stream. I'm not going to have a tab open myself. It's, it's a lie, I am going to have a tab open myself. Yeah, for the most part, all these shows are pretty good, and they defined your 2012. And after that, 2013 was a pretty jam-packed year, as um, years go, to be honest, because it sure it saw the start of quite a lot of shows. But uh, I, th- I think I think we're going to leave it there for this talk bit, and we're going to come back and we're going to have a bit more of a lengthy one because we've got quite a lot of tracks to talk, about, quite a lot of game. Third time, quite a lot of shows to talk about next spread. But for now, I think we're going to kick this off with a track from Sonic Adventure 4 Episode 2. This is the menu theme because I couldn't find the title theme. When we come back, we'll be talking about 2013 on Radio Sega Live. But as for now, enjoy the music. You're listening to Radio Sega Presents.
What other show could this bed be referencing but the absolutely fantastic Sega Mix Drive? But yes, welcome back to the Top Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Turbo Drive Live, and that was more specifically the theme tune. And before that, from Sega Gaga, that was the Sega Mix, which served as the theme song to the show of the same name. And getting off the block there was a track from Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 2, and that was the menu theme. And now the Sonic panel has officially begun, and there's already a bit of news, but uh... Please, please let the racing game be announced. Please, I need more sumo digital in my life and non-bad sumo digital gamers because Little Big Bandit 3 wasn't that good, but Snake, Snake Pass was pretty good. <laughs> yes, with that in mind, let's get into the shows which define 2013. And even then, are we even going to get through all of them? No, we're not. We've still got more shows to come from 2014. Or 2014 after this to come, but uh, we still got more from 2013 in the next block. 
Yes, kicking off 2013 was the debut of Rexy's Sega Mixer Drive, and if I can actually find the, um, the art for it. Did I save this? I don't think I did. I can't remember. I feel like the art's that out there somewhere. Um. Yes, Sega Mixer Drive kicked off in January of 2013, and to this day it still runs, still goes on strong. I can't actually find the image that I was looking for, because I was looking for the original art for it, because it changed changes art every season, so I'm trying to look for the original, but the closest I could find was Last Time's art. Uh, as you know, that's uh, the time before Last Time, that's 2016's art, isn't it? I don't know, Rexy changes art for this show too much. Um, but yes, anyway, that, that debuted and it did pretty well, because at the time, every station had a remix show. If I remember correctly, the one on SSR was Blitz and Pieces, was that the one which was the remix show? I cannot remember. Um, obviously, Sonic Radio had Dr. Scottnik's Mean Remix Machine, and we'll be getting back around to Dr. Scottnik in a, a few beds' time. But, yes, we pretty much had Sega Mixed Drive. Then after that was the two shows, which I think... I think one of them you know very well. The other one, not so much. The second of these shows are... The second show airing in 20... Let's try that again. third show airing in 2013 was Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown. Now, um, for those of you who are new around here, you obviously know of the legendary chart-topping show of Rav Sieg, but uh, I'm sure you did, but did you know, perhaps, that there was a show before that? Yes, there was the original chart show, which was Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown. Technically, I, if I remember correctly, Sega Mark used to, like, every once now and then, like, host the charts in a show-style format, but for the most part, this was the first, like, regular chart show. And this was with KC, and it did very well. But on top of that, another show by KC aired around the same time, which was the Game of the Month show. And basically every month, KC would pick a game, and that would be the theme of or the game which would be focused on for the Game of the Month. And Radio Sega's Top 40 obviously outperformed Game of the Month, because as you know, Radio Sega's Top 40 went on for two years, while Game of the Month died a slow and painful death after just a few episodes. Quite honestly, Top 40 was also the better show of the two, but Game of the Month still has its moments, and, you know, it's not bad at all, but it just doesn't compare to the absolute quality show that is Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown. On top of that, unlike the Game of the Month show, Top 40 also had an absolutely fantastic theme done by Opus Science Collective. Um, we... After, after that, we had uh, RSN Live, which still goes to this day as well, with voice, and it's... It's pretty much Trial Show 3.0, because it's crazy, you've got the mumble call, you've got fan fiction, you've got IRC, you've, you've got all of this stuff. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo says, when I get into Jamie's show, <laughs> hold tight, my friend, hold tight. But yes, um, for the most part, everything went quite quite swimmingly on RSN. Obviously, it was, it was, it was a bit of an uh, interesting one, but that was sort of the whole point of it, RSN. It still goes on, despite um, people not wanting it to, if I'm honest. But I, I like RSN. It's a nice show. You know, fun, hectic, that sort of dis destructured chaos that I enjoy listening to every now and then. 
because you know you don't want everything to be like serious super like formal down non down to earth so you got you got to keep it varied a bit but i think i'm going to play you another clip and i <laughs> i think this is one of the best ways to shot to, to shot oh oh god to start a show <laughs> Um, this was from the second episode of Game of the Month show with Casey, and this was the Outrun episode. And I, I, I love this skit right here. This, this, despite, you know, for a lot of old shows, I think what happens is, as time goes on, obviously hosts become a lot more adapted to hosting a show, and they know what they're doing a lot more. So considering this was pretty much Casey's first attempt at doing a show, this, this is surprisingly went well, and you don't look back on it and go... Ooh, it, it's very fun, but he's, he, obviously he's still improved at this day, but uh, let's have a listen to the skit which kicked off the Outrun episode of the Game of the Month show. Hey there, gorgeous. Wanna ride? Oh my, such a handsome, handsome fella. Of course. Let's listen to some music. This is beautiful! Where are you taking me? To watch the stars. Oh, that's so romantic! That's how Casey started off the Outrun episode of the Game of the Month show. A rather interesting clip, but still a funny one. Yes, uh, I think, once again, I've pretty much covered it and don't really need like massively long talk bits for some of these because, quite honestly, outside of Fantasy Zone, there's really not any shows I'd consider bad on Radio Say. You don't need to like focus on them because they're all great, and I think you should give them all a listen. But um, I'd like to ask you right now, since we don't have a topical thesis tonight, and... I'd just quite honestly like to know, what is your absolute favourite Radio Sega show? Say mine, say mine. Of course you don't have to say mine, but um, there will be a bribe if you do. But uh, yeah, I'd just like to know what your favourite is. As for myself, my favourite is Sega Ages with Resident SD. I love the Simon Shirley run, but not as much as the Resident SD run. Uh, aside from that, Saturday Night Sega, the obvious one, it's hopefully coming back soon, please. I love Saturday Night Sega. Aside from that, probably Sunday Fun Day, to be honest. I really enjoy Sunday Fun Day, and I'm so glad Andy finally came back and finished that show, because it deserved a proper ending compared to the weekend bonanza. But uh, we'll be getting into that show in just a bit. Uh, so now I think it's time to get in some music, so how about... Actually, this one breaks my rule, because I don't have another track queued after this even though it's a short jingle so I, I broke my rule here um but yes this is the theme to sega mix drive known as welcome to sega mix drive a creative name i know and when we come back we'll be focusing on the time which i arrived in the radio sega community or not so i was around but um this is the time when i made my first debut in the community 2014 but uh, as for now Let's listen to small themes.
Rexley, the host of that other Friday evening show, Sega Mixer Drive, and dish out that birthday cake because you're listening to Topical Resort's History of Radio Sega Live. And your ass is smoking Topical Resort's History of Radio Sega Live. I ain't talking about chicken and gravy, biatch.
Sega Games a month to shine. This is the Game of the Month show with KC on Radio Sega. Welcome back to the Topical Resort. Right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from the Game of the Month show. That was the intro theme and the oons, 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 quite jamming. It's just like this track in the background currently. In case you couldn't tell, this is a nod to one of the talk beds from Sunday Funday, which is in this block of shows. So, uh, before that, we had the theme of Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown, the full version, which is a track by Opus Science Collective, and it is awesome. Absolutely love that theme. And before that, from Sega Mixer Drive, that was the theme called Welcome to Sega Mixer Drive. And I, I cannot get over how much I love this track. Like, seriously. <laughs> so, um, quite, quite a lot of people in the chat room have actually been quite nice to me after I asked you what your favourite shows were. So I'm going to read out a few of them right now. Um, let's just find some of them. Um, let's actually put one somewhere. Mystic Cheese said, I always enjoy listening to this one, so probably this one, to be honest. Thank you. That is one. One for me. You better all vote for me. Uh, joking, of course. Yeah, it's completely your opinion. Obviously, I wouldn't class my own as my favourite. I'm not that snobby. We also had uh, Jamie, who said that his favourite was Sega Mix Drive. Duh, obviously. Hashtag uh, Jexy. Um, that's a horrible name. <laughs> Please never use that. Um, then followed by Se- uh, Fantasy Star Beats, followed by Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown. Shadek says Sword of Sega, that got him into Fantasy Star soundtracks. Um, Twenty says Late and Live, Sega Ages, and Topical Resort. Once again, people are being relatively nice to me. I'm enjoying this. Uh, late, late and Live would. I don't know where Late and Live would come. Probably like fourth, to be honest, because. I liked Late Night, but I never liked it as much as Sega Ages. I appreciated that more uh, structured type of show 
funnily enough, oh, we have a bit more of a structured show right here. And uh, Topical Resort, yeah, fantastic show, I'm kidding, of course. The, the show sucks. Do not listen to it. Um, we also had a few other people. Legend Boogaloo said that his favourite was Sunday Funday. Uh, respectable choice. Followed by the Topical Resort, followed by The Hidden Palace. And uh, tell, Jamie says, tell me there's a sudden show. Hope you know what I'm talking about. It's going to be talked about. I don't know what you're talking about because that is very, very cryptic. Um, oh, Jamie said he never said those were his favourites. He said they were his first, meaning when he was new to the site. I, I thought they... I assumed they were your favourites. I apologise. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does say my first three apologies. I cannot read. I... Spec savers, I don't know. Of course, other glasses brands are available. So, this... This sort of block right here saw another dual cast, because obviously we had the dual cast in the form of Radio Redux. We also had um, Turbo Drive Live, whenever that was on Radio Sega. And we had RSN Live. And the fourth um, dual cast came in the form of the late, late, late afternoon breakfast show, hosted by Shadow Remix of Sonic Radio fame. Um... <laughs> Shadow Remix now being a meme, but he doesn't know it. He's become a... Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, Jamie, I will be talking about that. Um, <laughs> Shadow Remix has now become a meme because... Um, this, this is a staff joke, pretty much, at this point. So, basically what happened was... <laughs> back in the day, we used to use Shoutcast, which was maintained by the same people who did Winamp. And that was sort of like the go-to for internet radio. That's sort of what you broadcasted on. Nowadays, that's not the go-to. The go-to is Icecast. Now, back in the day when WoW21 was reasonably new, and Shadow Remix was still around the station, um, WoW21 installed Icecast onto the server because he was switching over the server to Icecast. Shadow Remix then accused him <laughs> of installing a virus on the server and accused him of trying to pretty much take down the server. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a good meme because... <laughs> <laughs> trying to plant a virus on the server when it just wasn't true at all. Um, but yeah, outside of that meme, the show was very good. I miss the breakfast show a lot. Um, I just... It was just so good. Like it, That was how I would start my Saturday like sort of evening. Because even though it was in the afternoon, that would kick off the rest of the day. Always like rush back from whatever I was doing to listen to the late, late, late afternoon breakfast show. And some great stuff was discussed on there. I... I really, I just really miss it, and quite honestly, I don't know why there are no podcasts of it, because I want to listen back to it. And um, it ended sort of suddenly, because Shadow Remix had to move house, and uh, he was like, oh yeah, I won't be at my computer for like six months, so uh, I'll be back afterwards, and uh, he just sort of vanished and never came back. So, <laughs> that was the end of the late, late, late afternoon breakfast show. But uh, around the same time, saw the airing of the one... The only, give me the cyber razor cut. It sounds quite edgy, just like the background music, but uh, it's a reference to the old Sega ads back in the day. And this was hosted by Sonic Yoda, who is an absolute top geezer, if I do say so myself. Seriously, follow him on Twitter, he makes some great tweets. <laughs> but yes, um, it, it reflects a lot on his humour. His humour is very out there, and I, I quite enjoy it. And cyber razor cut is absolutely fantastic. 
of all the shows that were on Wednesday, I love all the shows that have been aired on a Wednesday, but this is by far the show I miss the most. Absolutely adored Cyber Razor Cut when it was on back in the day. Uh, <laughs> Up next is a show which uh, might cause a bit of controversy down in the chat room. Because the next show of the evening that we're going to be talking about is one of someone who is down in our chat room currently. It is the one, the only, Fast Lane with John the VG Nerd. That is, it's infamous because, um, depending on how you looked at it, it went two ways. I personally didn't actually think it was that bad. But, um, you know, John himself was never, like, massively a fan of it. But, you know, there was a sort of a divide on people who liked it and didn't like it, I'd say, to be honest. But, um, you know, give John some credit for having the courage to come up and do a Radio Sega show. You know, it... Mate, the first time isn't always the charm. Sometimes it can take multiple tries, and I'd still be willing to hear another attempt from John, the VG nerd. If he's still with us, I believe he is. He was only chatting a few seconds ago. So, <laughs> there's quite a few shows which I think people don't want mentioned tonight, because I feel like John probably doesn't want this mentioned, and there's a show that Jamie doesn't want mentioned. <laughs> but yeah, um, honestly, I wish Fast Lane was still available in some form because I'd still recommend giving it a listen because it did sort of had have that charm. Yeah, the concept was great. Like the concept of Fast Lane was absolutely amazing. I'm surprised no one has tried it before or since. But yes, um, after Fast Lane came another show which actually, ironically, was considered a failure by its host. But I quite like this show again. This was Glitch, and this was hosted by. Gavi, and I, I really like Glitch as well, and I haven't loaded this up, but uh, basically the whole purpose of Glitch was, after Saturday Night Sega had ended, Gavi wanted to do a new show, and the whole purpose of Glitch was to play music which wouldn't normally be played on the Radio Sega airwaves, and it's such a great concept, and even though Gavi didn't like the show itself, I think it was a great, I think it was a great show that should have honestly gone on longer, and um, I'm going to play you a clip from from Glitch, and it's a very long clip, but uh, enjoy it anyway, because I, I think it's great. It's it's very symbolic, because for those of you who don't know, um, before Glitch, before Glitch uh, ended up being aired, there was like this massive sort of marketing campaign where these guys called The Glitch were taking over Radio Sega. And this was the outcome of it, because they said they were going to do like this mystery broadcast at this certain time, and that turned out to be the actual show, Glitch. So never mind, let's listen to the actual um, intro to the show, the little skit which Gavi passed off as a hijacking of the airwaves. Hello, we are the Glitch. If you were listening to this broadcast, that means that you have heeded our messages over the last month, and you are agreeing to embrace the weird. We welcome you. We believe that normal life is boring, it's mundane, it's the same old routine, day after day, you wake up, you go to work, you go to school if you're that young to go to school, you come home, you eat, you sleep, you do work again if you need to, you go to bed, you continue in this endless cycle, wanting to see things in a different light, but you never do, you continue living your life, etc, etc, day after day after day, repeat ad nauseum. This is not how life should be. Life should be about the joys, the wonders when you decide to take a step off of the beaten path. A step into the weird. Instead of walking to work, why not jog or cycle or 
all of the other ways that you could get there. Instead of ignoring the person who sits in the corner, why not go and talk to them? They might be the most interesting person you ever met in your life. And that is what we at Glitch aim to achieve. Because you see, what we find is by embracing the weird, it means that you are not normal anymore. You are seeing things that others refuse to see. You are going to experience life in a whole new light. And we welcome you once again from the deepest, darkest regions of our hearts. Those that nobody uses. Thank you for enjoying, for agreeing, enjoying this lifestyle change that you're about to embark on. We have glitched. And now... So are you. Hello everyone, my name's Gavi, and you're listening to Radio Sega's newest show, Glitch. As Twenty mentioned down in the chat room, Glitch actually caused quite a bit of controversy because it worked people up quite a lot, including the staff members of the site. Although Gavi claims he went through the staff members of the site to actually get it promoted, but uh, judging by the fact that there was quite a lot of backlash, I'm not really sure that was a thing. Um... But yes, um, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo posted down in the chat room the anonymous message from the IT crowd. Which <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought about that, because um, that was the first thing it reminded me of, was that clip from the IT crowd. But yeah, I think that's quite an interesting way to start the show, and especially the whole way it was marketed was um, a really sort of clever idea, because most people will just go like, Oh yeah, guys, I'm, I'm doing a new show. This is my new show. That was honestly a really clever stunt, and it got people's eyes, even if it weren't for the right reasons. It, it still appreciate sort of the way it grabbed people's attention. But aside from Glitch, there were a few other shows, because Glitch meant we were now into 2014. Up next in 2014 was a show which had no host. This show went by the name Last Call. And uh, Last Call is a bit of a funny one, because as I said, it has no host. And the whole purpose of it, as I mentioned in the chat room, was to bring back the feeling that Late and Live had, that sort of Friday night party sort of feeling that it had to it. And, quite honestly, Last Call was a pretty good show, but um, the host went by the name Mr. X. I believe X... Xy? Rexy was the one who gave the name Mr. X. But um, yeah, eventually, at the end of uh, at the end of the first series, Mr. X revealed himself, and <laughs> to the shock of no one, Mr. X revealed himself to be KC. And yeah, so Last Call was the brainchild of KC. Basically, it's a DJ set that lasts an hour every Friday night whenever it's on, normally during the summertime, and yeah, different sort of um, well-known remixers from around the community come together and they do their own one-hour set, and it's. Originally it was just meant to be KC, but eventually it branched out into that sort of remix field, and I, I really like it. I enjoy listening to Last Call on a Friday night, because even... I, I wish there was like still some chat in there, like it wasn't just an entire DJ set, like there was a little bit of a break in the middle, maybe. Just like keep up engagement a bit, but otherwise I love Last Call, it's a great show. And I'm looking well forward to its return. Up next comes what I said was my absolute third favourite Radio Sega show, the Sunday Funday. Now we have to give a bit of a backstory for this, because Sunday Funday marks the, um, it marked one of the last shows in a little event called Winterfest. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. The Winterfest was a few days long, 
and basically, <laughs> I was thinking is if you don't know, obviously you know what Winterfest is. This, Sunday Funday was a part of the first Winterfest, and it started on the first Winterfest actually, and basically, you know what it is, it's just a show completely off the walls, like the number one interactive show on Radio Say is awesome. But um, yeah, Winterfest 2014 was really where I became part of the community. And I, I say that because I was around for like a bit earlier in 2014, but Winterfest is where I really became part of the community and I started sort of interacting with people, join the IRC, listen to all the shows, and um, oh no, I still have some logs from 2014, <laughs> which I will try and find for you in the next music break, but oh, they're painful to read through. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is why you don't read through stuff you wrote when you were much younger. It's some pure cringe, pure cringe going on right there. Um, I, I have one from Twinny which I mention everyone, every once in a while just because of how... Why would you do that? It is. It's incredible. But yeah, Sunday Funday, great show. And it actually ended on um, the most recent Winterfest, so quite great timing on that part. Up next came Fancy Star Beats, which aired around December of 2014, if I remember correctly. And that's a great show. It was the first, it's the first short show on Radio Sega, or the first, um, I guess, what, what, what's the term we use for them? Um, special series, that's it. So it's the first special series on Radio Sega, and basically what these special series are is they're 10 episodes long, and they focus on one specific topic. So in this case, this was focused on Fancy Star, and we have a few more uh, special special shows coming up a bit later on in the show but this was the the first of those specials and Fancy Star Beats is a great show and we all want SPK to come back because SPK is an absolutely fantastic DJ and she comes back pretty much for now for Winterfest exclusively but we really want her back because she's such a fantastic show host and we can't afford to lose talent just like that you know and whoops I turned off my monitor because I, for some reason the buttons on my monitor are touch sensitive because it's not like an actual button but it's a um, pre it's like um, touch one I don't know why I don't know. Um, Sega Lounge was the final show I believe actually no it wasn't Sega Lounge aired around mid 2014 and it was an interview show where originally the interviews were live although later this which had been pre-recorded and yeah, you could pretty much get an opportunity to chat with the guest of the week. And Donnie was there. Good old Don Meister, you know. Um, Donnie, you know, we all love him, we all hate him, we all mainly love him actually. But he was originally the co host before the co host was switched out multiple times in the later seasons. But for the most part, the Sega Lounge was a very good show, and I really did enjoy it. That sort of chill vibe it had to it was much appreciated. But now with that in mind, I've been waffling on for long enough. I think it's time to get into some more shorter intros. And I just cut on time here. I've once again gone against the rules, so I haven't played a track related to the show after the short of short jingles that we're about to have here. So we got a jingle from Cyber Razor Cut, a jingle from Sunday Funday, and a jingle from Fantasy Star Beats, followed by the theme to the Sega Lounge, and then we'll be back with 2015, because 2015 was also, once again, quite a jam-packed year for Radio Sega, but uh, as for now, enjoy the music. Hey you! NASA! 
Give me the Cyber Razor Cat. The Cyber Razor Cat. You're listening to the Cyber Razor Cut on Radio Sega. Oh, me sandwiches! Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's start the party. Original soundtracks, arrangements, and remixes. Welcome to Fantasy Star Beats with Esper K. Such a chill little track there from Sonic Adventure. That's Blue Star, which served as the theme of uh, as the theme of the Sega Lounge. And before that, we had the theme of Fantasy Star Beats. And before that, we had the theme of Sunday Funday. And before that, we had the theme of the Cyber Razor Cut, which it's, it's such a bonkers theme. I absolutely love it. And now we are back, and as you can tell by the Monkey Mall talk bed, that must mean it's time to get into 2015 here on Radio Sega. So 2015 marked quite a few things, but mainly it was the start of a few new shows. And what the first of these shows was actually Sega Addicts AM. So this was announced to begin on the, the Sega Lounge, because the Sega Addicts did an interview with... Uh, Sega, Sega Addicts did an interview on Sega Lounge for KC, Announcing that they would be starting up Sega Alex AM, which they already did, but now they are bringing it to the radio. Which, in my opinion, was a pretty cool idea. Rest in peace, Sega Alex, your, your website, everything you did. It's absolutely fantastic, so we will be missed, but at the same time, I hear rumours. I heard it, you know, I heard these secrets that you may be coming back to our airwaves soon, so I'd definitely like to be seeing that. But the show which a lot of people falsely say kicked off 2015, which is actually wrong, is the Manic Monday show, which still goes on to this day. And Talkbed is from the Manic Monday show. 
Um, I'm disappointed that Casey doesn't use this talk bed anymore because I really like this as a, as a bed. Uh, I sure. <laughs> Sorry, I just spat out my drink. Um, no, no, no. What? I, uh, I can't take this. You can't be serious right now. Sonic Mania Plus. It's coming up physical. Bonkers. Let's go. This is gonna be so good. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> the hype. The pure on. Uh, the pure unhinged hype right now. Not only for Sonic Mania Physical, <laughs> two new characters. I'm so excited right now, boys. <laughs> oh my god. Physical release of Sonic Mania, two new characters, extra content. This is amazing. This is what we need in our lives. Although I, ex I expect that some more DLC was um, Sonic Forces. Mighty the Armadillo! <laughs> Mighty the Armadillo is playable, you can't be serious right now. <laughs> I'm... Right? Right? I'm sorry, I know this sounds like completely dreadful radio, but... I'm just so excited, like... You couldn't have told me in a million thousand years that there'd be an update to Sonic Mania on this scale. Oh my god. I should probably get back to the show, but I'm just so excited, I'm sorry. Sonic Mania, as I said, was my absolute favourite game of last year, so... Oh, this is so exciting. No. You can't, you can't do this! No! <laughs> uh, anyway, right back to the show. Oh, it can't handle it anymore. Oh my god. When's this coming out? Please. I need to know. I need this injected into my bloodstream, please. Oh, so the Manic Monday show aired in September 2015, and it was a um, pretty big success, honestly. And it still goes to this day, and um, they're not saying. And by the way, I just want to say I, I did I did guess that Project Plus would be confirmed, but I'm still excited at the fact, even though I guessed it, I'm still confirmed. I'm not a classic fan. I'm a, I'm a Sonic fan, Twinny. You know, I'm not a fan of one, but I, I love classic Sonic. I love modern Sonic. I love all Sonics. Four-player competition mode! I need something to throw. I can't handle this. <laughs> Too much raw excitement. I must throw something. Ah! Holographic slipcover. That's it. This is the end. There's nothing more. We must shut off the show. And we're back. But yes, um... Aside from that, we've said fights into streams, which Ravzig still likes to uh, mention quite a lot because he hasn't gotten over fights into streams, <laughs> as you can still tell. But yes, it was a show about fighting games. This was the second of the three specialist shows that we had focusing on Sega's fighting games, and it was a great show as well. I really enjoyed fights into streams. And since I need to watch this trailer, I'm going to I'm going to go Club Sega. Club Sega was a fantastic show as well. And uh, <laughs> something happening next Wednesday. Something, something, something. I can't hear you. Um, yeah. Check out Club Sega. It's, it's, a, it's a good show, and it's a specialist show, but it's a specialist show that wasn't only 10 episodes, because obviously it focuses on Sega Arcade games. 
that in mind, let's get into uh, some more music. And we're going to get into the theme of another show. So we're going to get into the theme of the Manic Monday show. And it had a great theme as well. So from Open Science Collective, this is Starlight Memories, the theme of Manic Monday, right here on the Topical Resort. I'm so freaking hyped, man. Yo, yo, you remember the days when we just get out of school, yeah? And all we wanted to do was sit down in front of that little TV all day long just playing Sega games. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, me too. Yo, 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 plug it in, lock that cartridge, grab your control packs with the hard grip, left back the bands, jam packs, ignite all night, beneath the bright yellow wrist, our lights, on the couch we played, on the streets we raised, red and double A's, rolling down the green hill parkway, fam, these manic Mondays are the worst, I just wanna play more games, play on, play on for the weekend, no shaking these manic Mondays, memories of a free kid, spin dash into next Sunday, play on, play on for the weekend, no shaking these manic Mondays, Memories of a freak and go on into next Sunday. of fighting games on Sega Systems. Into streams, the best sounds of fighting games on Sega Systems.
This is it. They can't do any more. They literally could just shut down and no one would care. Sonic Mania short cartoons. Couldn't even hold it to the next talk break. Let's go.
Welcome back to the subcruise right here on Radio Sega. Things have been kicking off once again back on the Sonic stream. Just non-stop mania action right now. Uh, they're currently showing off model sheets and quite honestly they look incredible. Whew. I can't take it anymore because um, but now it's time to get back into 2016. Actually no, it's still 2015. So premiering the same week as Manic Mother Show fights into streams and Club Sega, what's the voice of Sega, hosted by Dr. Scottnick of Sonic Radio fame, and it's a pretty good show. Um, apparently, I'm not sure whether he's going to bring it back or not. He said he was considering, which means maybe, pretty much. But um, yeah, possibly. I should probably tell you what I played because I'm so excited. I forgot from Space Harry the Space the, 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 the Sega Ages 2500 version. That was the main theme, and that was the theme to Club Sega. Before that, from Fights into Streams, that was the intro. Before that, from uh, Open Science Collective, that was Starlight Memories, which is the theme of the Manic Monday show. And yeah, Voice of Sega didn't really have a theme, so not going to be actually. I'm actually going to be stick, skip, skipping over that one. Then the opinion zone, and uh, this is another one, in my opinion, that's a bit like a Sega Fantasy Zone. Um, bad sort of disorganised, never really well prepared staff don't really like it. Um, gets on people's nerves. Just that general sort of audience liked it, the audience of young children enjoyed it. Staff didn't like it at all, and regulars didn't really like it. Uh, I think it's off the airwaves for now. I think they said they're not going to come back to Radio Sega. Uh, take take it or leave it as you will. In my opinion, that's a pretty good thing. Um, also, I believe we're now into 2016 with the Sonic News Show hosted by Donny. Donny. I don't have the sound effects, so you're going to have to pretend. Um, Donny used to do this show called the Sonic News Show, I believe on his YouTube and sometimes on the radio where he would just talk about Sonic News. And he bought it to Radio Sega, and for a while he bought it to Radio Sega, but um, <laughs> it didn't last long. And uh, Donny, I wish you'd bring it back, but uh, it didn't last long at all, in fact. 2016 also saw some shows which some people didn't want me to talk about. Sega Generations! <laughs> Um, this is a fantastic show. Basically, um, sort of what I'd say. Imagine Sega Generations as a cross. Uh, that's gonna not loop. Whoops. Um, imagine Sega Generations as a cross between Topical Resort and Sega Ages, and that's sort of what you're getting there. Really, it's focused on one specific franchise and sort of discussing while playing the music of that franchise. And um, it's a great show. It should really come back. And I think Alpha Dog was considering bringing it back at one point. So hopefully, he does do that. The show which Jamie doesn't want me to talk about so desperately, but I have to talk about it because we have to talk about everything. That's sort of the rule here. Triple Trouble. Um, Triple Trouble, I actually quite liked it as a show, to be honest. Um, a lot of people said it wasn't the best, but I, I really did enjoy it, personally. It, it, had, it needs some improvements, but otherwise it, it was fun. There were technical difficulties, but that's to be expected with every sort of new show. You know, those get ironed out eventually. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on Triple Trouble. I know a lot of people probably have some other things to say about it, but uh, I don't have anything mean to say about it, to be honest. I, I enjoyed it. And the chart-topping show, which aired at the middle of 2016, which is the only one in that batch which is actually still running. Um, chart-topping show is basically, imagine the top 40 countdown, except now it only does the top 20, and Ravsig does what he wants in the middle. 
And it's a great show, and my talk bed actually comes from there. This is DJ from Hatsune Miku Project Mirai DX, and it's a cracking track, if I do say so myself. But yeah, CTS, great show, still goes on to this day, so check it out on... Actually, tomorrow. Check it out tomorrow, because fantastic stuff. Um, outside of that, Jamie actually had some... No, oh, oh god. Oh god. What's happened? What's happened? What's happened? Oh god. <laughs> Please. Please. I can't take this. <laughs> Now we need to know what's happened. Like, is it still just model sheets? Or... Wait, the Sonic Mania cartoon comes out in 30 days. Really? So is that it for the announcements? Or... Right. Well, I'm really confused. People are talking, and I don't quite understand what they're talking about. Triple Trouble Remake. <laughs> yes. Obviously, Trigon's talking about the game, but uh, we need a remake of the show. Uh, <laughs> triple Trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Someone please post the animation on Twitter, because I need to see that. Oh, that looks really good. Damn. Okay, comics time. We can calm down now. Nothing, nothing good is gonna happen for a while. Um. Yes. So Jamie said, I think my two favorite shows are Sega Mix Drive and your show. Mix Drive, as it introduced me to RS through iTunes, with its great remixes being played every episode from the host choice and the listeners. With topical resort, I like how the host Green Viper Eight. He puts it. He puts a space between Viper and Eight. Brackets me. That's me. He's talking about me. Goes through various topics and topics requested by the listeners, such as the C64. Along with your request and your co-host, I mean the Discord call-in, which mainly had me. That's a lie. It did used to mainly have you. We have switched it up a bit now, Jamie. Her uh, switched her. Uh, um. I mean, I'm interested in IDW Sonic, but it's like okay, I can get a bit of a break from the hype machine that was Sonic Mania just then. Uh, I'm still going to be keeping my eye out on it. Uh, yes. Yawns, yawns indeed, but um, I think it's time we got into some more music. So uh, this is one which would divide people, I think, because a lot of people in this chat room don't really like vocal remixes, and I'm sort of in that camp. But I actually sort of like these guys, I just don't like this track that much. So, from the Zone Runners, this is the Zone Runners vs. the Sonic show, which served as the theme of the Opinion Zone as well as their YouTube channel. And uh, although I normally like the Zone Runners, I am not that big on this track. It feels like fan fiction. Even more fan fiction than Zone Runners normally feels, really. But anyway, when we come back, we'll be talking about the history of some of the shows that came out in 2016 and beyond. Ooh. Yes, as for now, enjoy the music. Yo, I can make the merch. 
merchandise decrease in value Like how gay Eggman smashed Jello D's statue I'm a bad dude, but not as bad as Tallahoo Despite all his efforts, can't complete Sonic 2 Who you calling an OC? I'm an OG Don't nobody own me, spin dash through the snow No time to press pause, we're kicking down your doors With Santa the Claus, uh Hands locked on the head, jaw people press play, let's play Grab a snack and sit off the bat, I'ma smash and hashtag a bat nick Running this channel with a hyper status groove A thick beat that gets the intern moving Don't know decent, Jay's face launching Wait, you wanna talk smack? Shut up, Johnny
Brexit Brexiteer. I'm the host of the Chart Topping Show, used to be the host of Fighting to Swims, and you are listening to Topical Resort with Green Viper Parade on the Trillions History of Radio Sega Live episode.
the best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net. Sega! Hey everyone, this is PT Kickass, and you're listening to the Topical Resorts History of Radio Sega Live. there was only one talk that I could go for here yes of course it's time for Green Grove because it's time to talk about pretty much the end of Radio Sega Live and I say the end I don't mean the end but what I mean is sort of where we're currently at with Radio Sega Live because um we're, we're close we're close to uh, the current day now so what you just heard there was from Sonic Adventure 2 that was Escape from, the C- Escape from the City for City Escape and before that was the theme of the Blue Zone and since that's just a short little jingle I played theme of I, I played uh, City Escape since that was the first track played on the show um yes exactly time for me to send people on before that from um Project Chaos that was The Secluded Stronghold Kanjika or by Kanjika which was for with the theme of Hidden Palace which really desperately needs to come back by the way all the best of luck to Skyblaze on her surgery which is on oh no I forgot the date 
Is it Monday or Wednesday? I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, yeah. Best of luck to Skyblazy Boy. Um, before that was the theme of the Chart Topping Show. Before that, from Jetset Radio, that's Funky Radio, and that's because Triple Trouble didn't have a theme, so I instead went with that, which was the first track played on the first show. And kicking off the block there was a track from the Zone Runners, that was the Zone Runners versus the Sonic Show, which served as the theme to, um... Really? Okay, so it was the theme to the Opinion Zone. Uh, CD-ROM says that Izuka just confirmed that Classic Sonic enforces was the same Classic Sonic from Generations. Confused, disappointed, the five stages of regret in the Sonic franchise, of course. Yes, I should probably talk about the um, shows which I didn't cover in the last block. So we had Chaos Control Center, which actually come, which actually came back and is on tonight for us Brits at 11 p.m. GMT rather than 12 a.m. GMT, which I'm actually thankful for because I can listen to it without falling asleep this time. I'm sorry, it's it's nothing. It's nothing about your hosting skills, CD-ROM, it's just 2am, I'm too tired by 2am, you know, uh, you, you know how British standard time goes. Uh, just, the Zelda timeline is less confusing than the Sonic timeline now is, how does that work? Why did I have to mess with it? It worked. It just, it just worked. Why did you have to mess with it? Oh, whatever. Anyway, uh, aside from that, we also had the Hidden Palace, which was a more, uh, a more Sega Education-y based show than most, which I really like. I like that direction because it sets itself out from the crowd. And finally, the Blue Zone, which is a show all about Sonic the Hedgehog, which surprisingly was these only the second time that had technically been done. Because the first time was Ultra Wave and the second time was the Blue Zone. And if I'm honest, considering how massive Sonic is, I'm surprised that only one person did a completely Sonic themed show. Oh, sorry, two people did a completely Sonic themed show. I would have thought more people would have had a go at it, but apparently not. Yes, um, now we're on to the things that I was actually meant to talk about this block. So, uh, the Dreamcast Hour. This was my first show on Radio Sega, and it really shows because it is not very good at all. It got better towards the end, but I think my issue I had with the Dreamcast Hour, which I look back on it and go, oh, that was bad. Um, the issue was mainly my song selection, actually, believe it or not. It wasn't... Well, there were a few issues, but my main one was the song selection, because I knew all the Dreamcast games, and I knew all the good ones and all the hidden gems and all the bad ones. I didn't know the music, however, so I tended to play very safe on the music front. Which is sort of disappointing, because you want to go for those like cool, obscure, quirky tracks on the Dreamcast. And even then, I didn't even pick the obvious, obvious ones. Like, I only played one... I played two Shenmue tracks throughout the entire ten episodes, which confused a lot of people, I'm sure. I think I only played one MSR song, if not two, throughout the course of the episode. It was just sort of like... There was so m I went for the obvious ones, and yet I didn't go for the obvious ones at the same time, if that makes sense. Aside from that, I think the issue a lot of other people had with it was sort of how scripted it came off as, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. So, basically, what, ha what used to happen is because um, the focus of that show was a bit more Sega Education-y, and I wanted to make sure that I conveyed everything in that show, so I would 
write out quite long paragraphs to make sure that I, that I mentioned everything that I wanted to say in the show. However, when I would read those paragraphs, which were just meant to be little notes, I would read them as full paragraphs. Which is a slight issue, because then it came off like I was reading a script. Which I practically was. Whoops! But yeah, um... Obviously you can't do a Sega Education show off the top of your head, you do need those notes, but uh... The reliance on the notes was a slight issue with the Dreamcast Hour, let's say. Let me fix that with the Topical Resort. I, I don't really do that anymore. You can tell by the fact I'm rambling right now. Let, let, let's find something I can read out. So, uh, talk about the Dreamcast Hour and Topical Resort. Green Grove Act 2 is talk led. Play necessary clips. Wow, see, look, I'm reading off the script. Yes, yeah, so the, the Dreamcast Hour became infamous for one line in episode 9, which um, we now obviously all know and love. Jamie has memed it, we've all memed it. It's from uh, episode 9 where I'm, uh, what happens in the episode is, it's an episode with Skyblaze and she's on talking about cancelled games with me. And um, I was having audio issues at the time, I needed to turn her up. So, uh, in sort of a jumbled craze of words, I can dyslexic crumb. Yes, I decided, instead of saying what I meant to say, which is, I'm trying to turn her up, I decided to say, I'm trying to figure out the best way to turn everyone on. And since then, Jamie has never let me live that one down, despite the fact it was a year ago. And <laughs> it's a quite good moment, to be fair. It is very funny, but, um, you know, he doesn't let, he doesn't let go of that one. But, um, I had to play you a clip, and considering I already played you turning everyone on at the start of this show, I had to go with a different choice, so, um, let's go with a rather interesting choice. The by far second biggest, memeiest moment from the Dreamcast Hour was in episode one, which was all over the place, an absolute mess, where I was having issues with Discord. And basically what happened was I could drag people out of the chill-out, but because KC had messed up the permissions, damn you, KC, I couldn't drag people in. So basically I couldn't put people onto the show. So... My brilliant plan was that I was going to join the chill-out and talk to everyone in the chill-out. Now, under normal circumstances nowadays, this would be fine, because there's only like three or four people in the chill-out. That day, there was like nine to ten people in that chill-out, and it was frantic. So let's listen to that classic moment once again from the Dreamcast Hour, when Viper aired the chill-out. Enjoy. Who's ready for chaos to ensue? I am. <laughs> Let's take the plunge and move to the chill out room. What happened? What's I can't. Happening? Run, run! <laughs> nope. I, I can't. I can drag people out of the room. I just can't drag them in. So instead, this is our approach. <laughs> so we're all right now. Run. Hi there. They're Not all alive. They're all talking at the same time. I'm uh, I think I think we're going for the record, the Guinness World Record of most people in a stream, not in a stream, on a radio show. Oh, right. this been my... uh, that, that goes for the um, the Radio Sega um, trial show. Yeah, everyone has to watch, uh, listen to that. It's um, it's uh, amusing. And that was the incredibly infamous airing of the chill out. And I actually made a special, made some special artwork just for that, which I've popped down in the Discord. <laughs> it's something else. Um, but yeah, I guess, um, outside of your favourite Radio Sega Live shows, I would like to know 
What are your favourite Radio Sega Live moments? So, like, any part of a show, the funniest, the best, the most memorable part of a show. Please let me know down in Discord or let me know on uh, Twitter. Because it was absolutely fantastic airing the chill out. That after the Dreamcast Hour had its short 10 episodes, which, by the way, it was the final of the specialist shows. Because uh, after that, we haven't really done any special shows since. But after that um, was the cu- most current show to air, believe it or not, which is this show, The Topical Resort, right here on Radio Sega. Um, <laughs> it started up after the Dreamcast Hour ended, like only a month after, really, and a lot of people were shocked by the fact that it came back so soon. That helped, there was a simple reason for that, and that was simply because that month when I wasn't on the radio, I felt really sort of like... What do I do with myself now? Because the radio was sort of like the one hobby that I had. Because for a while I wasn't doing streaming. I wasn't like doing anything else that I used to do. Radio was the only thing I was doing. So like that month when I didn't have it, I was like, what do I do now? Schoolwork? That's boring. Go outside. Hell no. You know, (laughs) so I pretty much wanted to get the Dreamcast Hour. Not Dreamcast Hour. I wanted to get Topical Resort on air as quickly as possible because... In fact, right at the end of the Topical Resort, I actually hint... Right at the end of the Dreamcast Hour, I actually hint towards the Topical Resort. And that's for a good reason, because, um... Because I already had in mind that I wanted to do the Topical Resort right at the end of the Dreamcast Hour, because it's an idea that I've had for a radio show for so long. I'll give you the event, or the order of events in which it happened. So, around 2014-2015 time, I conceived a show known as the Topical Resort. And it was a radio show, and it, was, it wasn't really that similar to the idea we have today, but um, every episode, like, one episode I would focus on opinion, another maybe, like, reviewing something, another, I don't know, discussion, something else. You know, every episode would sort of, like, have a different theme, not a different topic, a different theme. And, yeah, it was a radio show, except I clearly wasn't good enough to do radio at that point, and I didn't want to pitch it to anyone. So it just sort of sat there, like, unused. So in 2015, I had the idea to turn it into a YouTube show, which I started planning, and I actually got fairly far. I think I finished the first video in the series. And, in fact, there's still a teaser for it on my YouTube channel, but I made it private because it's so ridiculously funny. Because I promised it would be coming in uh, 2015, and that obviously just didn't happen. So after that, uh, after I just couldn't be bothered to finish the radio version of it, oh sorry, after I couldn't be bothered to finish the radio version and the YouTube version of it, the idea just sort of sat dormant. So instead, I came up with another idea for a radio slash podcast show, which was known as PodCube. And PodCube was a show all about the GameCube. And... From, that was originally just going to be on my Twitch page, and um, after that I had the opportunity to pitch a show to Radio Sega, thanks to a friend. So, originally we were going to do a show together, however I eventually jumped off that bandwagon, and I instead jumped onto my own bandwagon, rebranding PodCube into the Dreamcast Hour. Now we're starting to pick up momentum in this story. So I did my 10 episodes of the Dreamcast Hour, and after that I was like, what do I do? And then that idea flashed into my head that I hadn't thought about for like two years. Topical Resort. And that's how it sort of came to be on the radio once again, because that idea flashed into my head. Also, fun fact about the Topical Resort. Um, a lot of things about... I say a lot of, I say a few things from this show I actually borrowed from a YouTube video that I did a few years back. 
It was a YouTube video about the Wii and whether I thought it was underrated. <gasps> New Sonic Racing trees that what? This is it. They don't have to do anything else. Sega could just literally shut down and they just earn checks for millenniums. That's how serious this is right now. Whew. Back to my story. Um, yeah, so I made a video about the Wii and it was like, is it underrated? Should you get one? Should you hack it? All this sort of stuff. And um, a lot of things originated from that video. For one, the sort of trope that I have of using jazz music as talk beds for this show. That originated from that video. Because in that video I used a ton of like jazz remixes of songs. And this brings me on to my next point. One of these jazz remixes was the Apatos Jazz Quartet. And for those of you who don't know, that's what I use as the final talk bed of the show. So that's where that came from. There's a few other things that came from that initial YouTube episode. And that is our now famous outro, which uh, for those of you who have never listened to the Topical Resort before, it's called, all I do is just I go, and as always, stay topical. That's, all, that's how we end off the episode, and that came from that YouTube episode actually. So that YouTube episode was really sort of influential for shaping the new Topical Resort, because the new one was pretty much nothing like the old one. But yeah, that's sort of the history of how it came to be as a topical resort. Because I, I can give you my expertise on stuff like this. I can't give you the expertise on how other shows were created because I, I'm not. I'm not the other hosts. I, I'm Viper. You know. But uh, aside from that, there is one other show that we should talk about before we get into the next music break, and that is the Manic Jukebox. And the Manic Jukebox was basically a set of specials which were a spin-off of the Manic Monday show. And the whole purpose of them was that Casey set them up so that he could announce stuff relating to Radio Sega, such as Song of the Year 2017, um, Winterfest he announced on one of them. It's like, he used it as a platform to announce stuff, but on top of that, you could also get in like music requests and all that sort of stuff. It was playing the music of the people while giving announcements to the people. Wow, I just thought that was off the top of my head. Incredible. Yes, it, it, none of them are archived anymore, sadly. Um, but whatever. Oh, new, new, Son new Sonic Racing teaser. No. No. That's it. That's it! You cannot do anything more! I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's over. Oh, I'm, I'm watching this trailer right now. Please. Oh. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is excellent. Oh, the emblem. Classic. Sonic R logo. Even better. How can you get it any better than this? The answer is you can't, because that's, that's where the uh, trailer ends. Uh, anyway, I think it is time we got into some more music, so how, how better to kick this off than the theme of the Dreamcast Hour? And then after this, we're pretty much done. And I also have to say, we're not going to be having a Discord call in just because how late we're running right now. But um, yeah, we're but what better way to kick this off than the theme of the Dreamcast Hour? So, from Ked Woodman and his Piccadilly Brass, this is Mexican Flyer, the original, also known as Mexican Flyer from Space Channel 5, right here on the Topical Resort.
missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. And、um, this is options from Comic Zone. This isn't a, this isn't like a talk bed from any show. How I got this was I simply scrolled from my music library, double clicked on a random album with my eyes closed, and then double clicked on a song with my eyes closed, and this just happened to be Comic Zone's options, which worked out really well actually. But、um, I'm not going to waffle on for too much because now that we've finished our retrospective, I'm going to play you some songs which, according to you guys, back in 2016 were considered Radio Sega classics. And I definitely agree. These are some classics coming up right here. So、uh, we're going to kick ones off with one that you may not have heard of, but it's still a classic anyway. And this is by the fantastic Mr. Stream, who does a bunch of mashups and stuff. A bunch of well, originally he did like a bunch of serious mashups, and now he just does meme mashups. But、uh, we love him anyway. So from Mr. Stream, this is Delap Desert. This is Desert Palace right here on Radio Sega.
pick the wrong version. Cover your ears, children, while I fix it, please. Um, but now I need to find it. Where is it? Here it is. Enjoy. Whenever I can get it on. There you go.
And for one last time, welcome back to the 50th episode of the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. This is an absolute tune in the background, by the way. This is Welcome to Paradise by Eyes. And this is a remix of the Topical Resort map theme. A bit more jazzy, a bit more upbeat. Well, the original's quite upbeat, but this is a bit more... Love it. What you just heard there was from High School Sega Girls. That was Sega Ganbaucho. I think. I don't know. Before that, we had the live version because I accidentally played the wrong one. That was a classic considered by you guys back in 2016. For that, also considered a classic Digiboy from F0GX. And kicking off the blocks, a track from Mr. Stream. That was Desert Palace. And now we're pretty much at the end of today's episode of the Topical Resort. I'm sure you guys want to know what's coming up next for the resort. And that's a good question. As you may remember me saying, March does mark the end of the first season of the Topical Resort, actually, the end of March. You may have noticed that we're only halfway through, so we're not giving up the fight yet. We're going full-on, headfirst into the new next half of the month. Yeah, it made it sound more exciting than it was, really. As for next week, next week's episode will be um, a bit of a Sega Ages rip-off right now, because um, may I recall back in July, I or June, I think it was July... I did an episode on a year. I did an episode on one of my favourite years, in fact, on 2010 Sega games. And now we're back on another year, which I absolutely adore, 2008. So next time we'll be looking at the games released in 2008. We've got some fantastic titles, such as Sonic Unleashed, Sega Superstars Tennis, um, How's the Dead 4 was 2008, wasn't it? I can't remember. Let's Tap, you know, a few other games on there, and... Super Smash Brothers Brawl? Huh, we've never had Smash games in the past. Why have we put that on there? All is to be revealed next week. Just you wait. Just be patient. As me, I've been Green Vaporate. You've been John the VG Nerd. You've been Zimadon. You've been Shaddix. You've been Rexy. You found out that her niece is going to be... I just gave it away! Damn it! <laughs> we found out that her brother's child is going to be a knee... Her niece... Something... Like... Gibberish... We also had Jamie, we had Mirko, we had Twinny, we had Trigon, we had some other people. We had CD-ROM, we had Electric Boogaloo, we had... I don't really know who else we had. It, we had Mystic Cheese, we had Doomgo earlier on, a few others. If I missed you out, I apologise, oh, and Shadded, and yeah. But... I will see you guys next time. I've been Green Vibrate, this has been the Top of the Resort. We've been going on for a lot longer than I anticipated. That's what happens when you have such a jam-packed episode focusing on the entire history, eight years, of Radio Sega Live. But uh, I've been Green Vibrate, you all have been awesome. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you all next week. And I'm going to leave you with a track from the Sonic Zone Remix competition. I think, out of all the classics, this is by far the biggest classic. This is Trash FM by Benjamin Briggs. I've been Green Vibrate, thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you all next week, and... As always, you know what I'm going to say now because I told you about it earlier. Stay topical.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.